I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So today we have a big announcement to discuss. Nikki Haley will be running for U.S. president. Okay, if you've never heard of Nikki Haley before, don't worry. That is what we're here for. We're going to spend the vast majority of today's episode going over who Nikki Haley is, what her stances are on different issues, and why it's significant that she's choosing to run in 2024. We do have a couple other stories to cover, so stick around for those, but let's jump into this very exciting and dramatic news. So Nikki Haley was actually a former member of the Trump administration. She was a ride or die for him from 2016 onward, and now she's stepping up to challenge Trump. She began as his ambassador to the United Nations. She was sworn in in 2017, and Nikki was considered a great pick, even by a lot of progressives. But she's now calling for a need in, quote unquote, generational changes, which kind of makes a dig at both Trump and Biden simultaneously. And she's using this as her reason for running. But before she worked in the Trump administration, she served in South Carolina in their House of Representatives. She then went on to serve as governor of South Carolina as well. After the Trump administration, she served on the board of Boeing, and she also served on the board of Clemson University and founded a group called Stand for America, which helps promote policies aimed at economic and national security related issues. So Nikki speaks with a Southern twang. Like I said, she's from South Carolina. But Nikki Haley grew up as the daughter of Indian immigrants in a very small Southern town. Here is a clip from her campaign video. The railroad tracks divided the town by race. I was the proud daughter of Indian immigrants. Not black, not white. I was different. But my mom would always say your job is not to focus on the differences, but the similarities. And my parents reminded me and my siblings every day how blessed we were to live in America. Some look at our past as evidence that America's founding principles are bad. They say the promise of freedom is just made up. Some think our ideas are not just wrong, but racist and evil. Nothing could be further from the truth. I have seen evil. In China, they commit genocide. In Iran, they murder their own people for challenging the government. And when a woman tells you about watching soldiers throw her baby into a fire, it puts things in perspective. 
even on our worst day, we are blessed to live in America. I was born and raised in South Carolina, so I have seen the very best of our country. People here threw out the old, tired political establishment and demanded accountability for their tax dollars. Industry reports called us the beast of the Southeast, which I love. People came by the thousands for fresh starts. Moms and dads held their heads up high. Children learned that it was always it's a great day in South Carolina. It's a great day. It's a great day. A great day. A great day in South Carolina. We were strong. We must turn in that direction again. Republicans have lost the popular vote in seven out of the last eight presidential elections. That has to change. Joe Biden's record is abysmal, but that shouldn't come as a surprise. The Washington establishment has failed us over and over and over again. It's time for a new generation of leadership to rediscover fiscal responsibility, secure our border, and strengthen our country, our pride, and our purpose. Some people look at America and see vulnerability. The socialist left sees an opportunity to rewrite history. China and Russia are on the march. They all think we can be bullied, kicked around. You should know this about me. I don't put up with bullies. And when you kick back, it hurts them more if you're wearing heels. I'm Nikki Haley, and I'm running for president. So I've actually followed Nikki's career for quite some time now and only really recently realized she wasn't white. So she's definitely, and especially with a name, Nikki Haley, she sounds, you know, just very all-American. However, her parents in photographs from when she was growing up are in traditional Sikh clothing, you know, turban, sari. And, you know, I think this definitely probably affected the way that she grew up in South Carolina in a small town. And that lends Nikki some perspective. What's more, her husband may not be white either. I couldn't find much information on his heritage, but he looks potentially Hispanic and he did serve in the military as well. So that lends even more experiences to her background, I guess. He also served as the first first gentleman in the state of South Carolina, which is pretty cool. Her kiddos are gorgeous and her family is in general. And I think she will make a strong contender in this race. Of course, she's got to secure the Republican nomination before taking on someone like Biden. So that's kind of who she's up against right now. So let's go ahead and jump into what are her stances on a few important issues today. She's pro-life and supports restricting access to abortion. She has said that she believes we should have immigration regulations, but keeps that pretty broad. She does not support legislation that discriminates against transgender youth. She ordered the removal of the Confederate flag from state houses and grounds and has repeatedly spoken out against racism and racist organizations in her career. She defines herself as a, quote, strong supporter of of the state of Israel, end quote. 
She is a defender of the Second Amendment and views the shootings recently as purely a mental health issue in America, or at least that was her stance back in 2012 based on a tweet. And lastly, she has advocated for our climate and considers man-made climate change to be a very serious issue. So as a Republican in today's world, she's pretty moderate, really a mixed bag. And she's the first serious Republican contender to go up against Trump for the nation's top job. She says that she doesn't run and lose. So I'm excited to see what she's got. And if elected, she would obviously be the first female president, but also the first U.S. president of Indian descent. Pretty amazing. Stay tuned. So for our next story today, I do have to issue a content warning. This story involves a mass shooting and suicide. So of course, we have to go over the Michigan State shooting. Unfortunately, on Monday night, a 43-year-old man stepped into a school building on the Michigan State University campus. He killed three students and injured others. This shooting then led to a manhunt for the killer, which went on for a number of hours, and he was found in an apparent suicide. The thing is, this man does not have any connection to the school that police can tell as of now, and school officials say he was not employed there, he was not attending the school, so his motive and connection to the university are pretty unclear, and that is what police would really like to get to the bottom of to figure out what exactly they've been dealing with with this guy. Um, At the end of the day, though, we have yet another school full of traumatized students. The stories coming out of the school are absolutely horrifying. You know, just students drenched in blood walking back to their dorm room after watching their friend get shot. I mean, students climbing out of windows and falling and injuring themselves trying to escape the building, things of that nature. It's just, it's never ending. So, This is yet another instance. We have had more mass shootings in America this year than there's been days in this year. So things are definitely only getting worse in terms of mass shootings. And lastly for today, I want to go over a very special but very short story. Our little Aya. So my heart hurts so deeply when I first read this story, but it's actually... Not as bad as it seems, maybe, but remember that baby I told you guys was literally born into the earthquake? Well, over in Syria, her mother was pregnant with her and was trapped in the rubble, gave birth, and then passed away. Her father and four older siblings were also killed by the earthquake. This is the point where I started crying. But since the news broke of her birth, however, she has been named Aya, which means a sign from God. Being the miracle that she is, people from all over the world are following her story. And now there's actually been several attempts to kidnap her because she's a miracle. People want to be close to her. In one instance, a woman even came with armed gunmen who beat up the owner of the clinic where Aya is being treated 
people have even falsely claimed to be related to the baby in order to try and gain access to her. But she does actually have living family who plan to raise her. A paternal aunt actually just gave birth herself and plans to nurse and raise the baby. I really hope we get to hear more about this little girl and how she grows up because she does seem to be a bit of a miracle. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, True wisdom only comes to us when we realize how little we understand about life, ourselves, and the world around us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfree media, all one word on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from. Oh. Oh.